singers too. I'm going to get you back. Brother Ford kind of set the stage a little bit. I'm sure not an expert in this by no means whatsoever. But I do know when he shows up. I know when there's the anointing. I know when the Shekinah, that's not even in the Bible, that was started by the Hebrew priest or Jews using that term that wasn't even in the Bible. But it was something they wanted to experience. In fact, when you came here tonight, what would really be your heartbeat? What would be your desire? That would be that the glory of God would fill this house and touch us and minister unto us. And because to be that effective minister, and it doesn't matter what area that might go in, from laying hands on the sick that they might recover, to prophesying to someone, are putting someone through to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. To be honest, it's really impossible to do this without the presence of God and the Shekinah glory falling upon us. I'm going to take a little time tonight. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know if we'll see it lengthy or not or whatever. And, you know, I hear... Different ones saying different things, whatever. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like the guy that's in the boxing ring or the guy that's doing this or that. And everybody outside the ring can tell him what to do and how to do it. But it's a different ball game when you get in the ring. <laughs> and sometimes it's not quite what you thought it might be. Uh, I've heard people make statements about other places in the company and uh, make statements like, well, they don't do nothing in those particular areas. Then all of a sudden, they get elevated or moved over into that place. And then when they have to get involved, they found out, man, this ain't what I thought it is. And um, just in prayer, I spent some time yesterday and today. And uh, I just want the, the heart of God and the mind of God and the presence of God that's one thing that's really bothering me. It even bothered me at the camp meeting services we went to. We had some good services, don't get me wrong. We had some powerful preaching. Um, but on that same, I, I listened, especially when Brother Cody Marks preached last night and toward the end, he began to talk about how that whole families are going to be saved. He began to talk about whole places and churches and villages and whatever 
going to be delivered filled with the Holy Ghost. And, um, I read some material, and I can't even really remember where it was all at. I, I know I've read a few times even in the Scripture where people that were filled with the Holy Ghost and uh, how that the Holy Ghost came down and baptized them. I've heard of testimonies of different ones that supposedly uh, the individuals, and I'm not believing that, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to lay it out there. Didn't really come with the intent of getting the Holy Ghost, but because of the presence of God that was in the house, they left there with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's been time people's came. There's been those that's come. They got the Holy Ghost and never come back. Now, that's not my desire. That's not my heartbeat. But at the same time, I think if we're not careful, maybe we have got some lines drawn or some things of that nature. But I can tell you this much. I want to see people receive the Holy Ghost. I want them to really receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, that changes, that captivates our mind. Um, what would happen in this service tonight if somehow everybody under the sound of my voice could get into that place of, and I know with children, I understand that. I understand with some obligations in some areas that uh, maybe everybody just couldn't totally do this, but yet uh, with God's help we could because we could trust him to take care of the kids and everything else. Because you get the right power of God in this place. Don't worry. God can handle the kids. He'll quieten them down, put them asleep or whatever. <laughs> Amen. And uh, you don't have to worry about none of that. But, but what would happen in this house tonight if every soul, under the sound of my voice, says, you know what? I'm, 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 fixing, I'm fixing to tap into the, to the Lord here tonight. I'm fixing to let him saturate my mind, my heart, my spirit even right down to my emotions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite, I want that Shekinah glory to baptize this place. That's how we're changed. That's how we're changed forever. It's, it wasn't necessarily the songs that were sung or even the message that was preached. I can't tell you how many, how often that many will tell you uh, after receiving the Holy Ghost, they can't tell you a whole lot about what was preached. What they can tell you was the power and the presence that was in the service. And that service didn't have to be in a church building. It could be out in a marketplace. It could be out in a, a, a gymnasium. It could be just wherever, front store buildings or whatever. Because it's not the geographical location such as Moses found out on the backside of a desert. Man with a burning bush experience. There's something about this God as he begins to manifest himself, as he begins to declare himself. Uh, Brother Ford touched it a little bit there whenever he begins to talk the bowl being tipped and, and the right power of God that begins to move. And in that moving of the power of God as he likened it unto that river. That river, if you can just make it to that river. How many of you know in your own personal prayer times and even in services, if you could just seem to thrust through, if you can just seem to break that boundary, break that area. And praying is so much easier, and time seems to lose its ability to affect you. And your surroundings don't seem to bother you. The phone can go off, and this one can do that one, and that, you know, but in that presence, in that moment, in that time, as long as it lingers and lasts, there's nothing like 
like it. Amen. And what is it? It's being in the presence of God to know that we have got the, his attention and he has our attention. And, and this, this relationship and companionship that, that we have with him. And as I worked on this message, I wind up getting, I don't know how many pages here I've got now, and, and I've done more scribbling than I've ever done in my life. I've got notes wrote in, not notes, but scriptures, and I've done this and done that. And I'm no good at that to start with, but uh, as it just kept doing one thing, dealing one thing and another, and, and, um, but, uh, but the Shekinah glory, amen, that's, that's really what we're here for. Everybody likes the Holy Ghost high. We can say what we want to. You can take a backslid. You can take a rank sinner, a man that walks in this place that's never been in an apostolic or Pentecostal church, a man, and walk in this place and let the power of God move. And they'll tell you, man, I feel something here. I've never felt nowhere. There's a presence here. There's a power here. There is a, a baptism in this place, man. You don't feel this up the road or down the road, amen. But I feel something here I've never felt in the other gathering. And that's what sets us apart. That's what, amen, that, that gives us that energy and that strength and that ability. It is not our talents. It's not our skills and abilities and that likeness. Thank God for them. And, and, and we pray for them. And I want you to have them. I want you to use them for God. But yet, not just we're not just going to depend on our talents. Amen. To get us from here, amen, to that revival and to that place where God can baptize this, this community and give hope unto those that's lost and undone. It's His Spirit. I'm here to tell you tonight, amen, when those miracles begin to happen and begin to take place, I'm talking about in that miraculous realm and measure, I'm telling you what, you'll be shocked that people's going to pull in. But again, we've got to have the presence of God. We can never, ever, ever let nothing ever take the place of that, amen, because we, you and I both understand that without, without, you can watch Moses as he would, he would, some of the first encounters you read about it. When you go to Numbers 11 chapter, the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took the spirit. He says the 70 took the spirits on him and gave it to others. And, and this is, this is the anointing, the spirit, the spirit, amen. And the measure of a man, it's, it's the candlestick in a man that as long as that candlestick will stay there and God can move that candlestick and operate through that and search the most inward parts. It really doesn't matter what's laying in the inward parts but the spirit of God can reach into that place when nothing else can reach it nothing else can deliver you from it but it's the spirit of God that can reach into that dark place into that place it may have held you bound for 20 years it may have held you bound around how long but all of a sudden the spirit of God can find its way there because you open up to it because the Holy Ghost wherever it listens wherever it's allowed but if you let the Holy Ghost flow I'm telling you amen the miracles will take place the supernatural will take place you'll find it help you won't find any other place you'll find a burning lifting like you won't find any other the play. But if you try to manipulate it, try to control it, it's got to be your way. God cannot have his way. And um, I don't want it my way. <laughs> I can tell you, I'll just confess myself, my way's not a very good way. I'm not smart enough. I don't say that for, I'm just telling you. And, and, and none of us are. God's ways is far above our ways as the heavens above the earth. The, the method, the way that God wants to accomplish things, achieve things, and fulfill things. You know, <laughs> amen. And uh, so if we'll just let God and allow God. So if you'll allow me for just a few minutes here. Amen. The, the, when you look at that, the Shekinah glory, it's, it's a, in Hebrew it means dwelling. Uh, 
the scripture has taught us that he wants to come and take up a boat with us. He wants to walk with us day in and day out. He wants to guide us in order our footsteps and, and, and be with us in all conversations, in all areas of our lives. Amen. And so when you look at that, in the Hebrew it means dwelling, our one who dwells. Amen. So it, it is a, now watch this. I begin to look some of this up and all this in the last few minutes for services. God just uh, was working on me about some of this. And you know, I've done mention this to a certain degree about his presence, about his anointing and his power. Hey, I really believe this. I really believe that the power of God can be anchored to or settled upon this place. That when they pull in this parking lot with no intent but using their phone for a few minutes. Amen. But in that few minutes, they would feel a presence. They feel a drawing. They would feel a passion. Something pulling at their soul. Something pulling at their spirit. Amen. You ought to go in that place. You ought to, you ought to come and come to go to church here. And I don't believe in just letting it all be God. No, you and I are the vessels, and we're the temples of the Holy Ghost. That he, he had, this is what makes us witnesses, amen, of his goodness and grace and power, amen. But we can't walk like the world and, and, and handle things and have attitudes like the world. No, 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 I, I got something great on that on the inside. I got an experience, amen, that trumps every bit of that. I refuse to let malice. I refuse to let envy. I refuse to let jealousy. I refuse to let bitterness. I refuse to let any of that, amen. And it don't make me any difference who God wants to use. I don't care if he pulls up a nobody from nowhere. I don't care if he's black. I don't care if he's red. I don't care if it's a male. I don't care if it's a female. I just want the anointing of God, the power of God to operate. Because that's all the way it's going to be God's way. I'm telling you, we're living in a very confused world. But God is not the author of confusion. I'm going to confess you tonight. There's way too much confusion among one God apostolic people, including preachers. That's not the Bible. Somebody's not being led by the Holy Ghost. I got enough scriptures in here that whenever they got into difficulties, they finally would pray and fast enough until the Holy What seemeth good unto who? Not to the superintendent, not to the general superintendent, not to this pastor, not to that uncle, not to this grandma or grandpa, but seemeth good to the Holy Ghost. That's the only way we can be effective. That's the only way we're going to turn the world around. That's the only way we're going to be saved, regardless of what it might cost me. Whatever's good to the Holy Ghost, I'm willing to pay the price. I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing to the point if God needs to move me. I told him that in prayer this week. Because we got to have revival. Our world has got to have revival. Our world is so blinded by man's religion. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Man's religions have a more effect upon us than we're having on them. And that ought not be. I'm not blaming nobody. I'm not even casting stones at nobody. I'm not singing mud at nobody. I'm, I'm in this. I'm in this. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with us. When I say that, I'm with us. 
anyone God apostolic people I don't care what organization they belong to I don't care if they're independent I don't care who they are amen this is one body we believe in one God and one body there's no such thing as different bodies we're all one body and we ought to be working together amen pushing and pulling together we ought to be praying for one another lifting up one another doing whatever God quickens us to do amen to encourage my brother and sister to help them along the way now folks you can't just compromise you can't turn your head to sin and just not no, 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 for God's sake, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me. We need preachers in our lives today. Can walk back in this pulpit and they'll do more than just prophesy about good things. I don't think none of us lives that good. <laughs> no, we need some prophecy that goes on also and says, hey, if you don't quit doing this and quit doing that and turn from that. <laughs> There's a balance with it. In fact, if you read the old prophets, there was more of that going on than the other. A whole lot more. They always had to bring the message that nobody wanted to hear. They was always had to confront from kings, <laughs> from even kings. Oh, yeah, we need some men of God that can go to that White House and get around that round table and tell them, here's your biggest problem, buddy. We used to have presidents that open up their Bibles. And when Israel got in trouble, amen, they opened up the Bibles and they read the promises that was given to Abraham that ever who blessed him, he would bless them. And he took the word of God even against the Senate and against the odds. But you're not against the odds when you go God's way. I'm telling you, when you're on God's side, you're the right side if you got to stand all by yourself and your family you're still right you're walking in the Holy Ghost and led by the Holy Ghost regardless of the whole world turns against you you're still right there ain't nothing like walking in the Holy Ghost it's nothing like being led in it this is what we long for every day. This is what we reach for every day. This is the reason why we come to church. It's for that Shekinah glory to move upon this place. Not with just a few chill bunts or just a little fix. I'm talking about a real fix. I'm talking a real settling. I'm talking a real establishing. I got my foot on the rock. And my name's in the roll. And it's not for sale for nothing. If I had to walk this thing right by myself. Hallelujah. God, I'm going to do it. I'm willing to pay the price. Because God, if I pay the price, you'll be with me. And you'll make a way where there seemeth to be no way. You'll open up doors that nobody else can open. And you can close doors that nobody else can close. You already know what the devil's going to do two weeks from now. You already know where our government's going. You already know what's going to happen six months down the road. And if I'll just walk with you, I'm going to finish this thing. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Unless we're led by the Spirit of God, then please tell me who we are. What's leading us? What's guiding us? What are we looking for? What are we pursuing? I'm telling you, I, I want to, you know what? I want to please God above everybody else in this house. As much as I love everybody in this house. Amen. We have got to get to that place. God, I want to please you. I want to please you, God. And if there's times I have to take a whipping and a beating up and just keep my mouth shut, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. <laughs> Whatever's pleasing to you. So let me get back to 
what I'm talking about here. When you talk about the Shekinah glory, and that, that, that actually, here, here, watch this. The glory when it shows up. It's a visible manifestation of God on earth. Whose presence is portrayed through a natural occurrence. You know when God shows up. If you spend any time at all in the house of God or in prayer. There's some things we do out of duty and we ought to. There's sometimes we get in prayer. I really like what Brother Cody Mark said the other night. And when he talked about that little bale. That, that, little, that little bale that, that you know. That's God. That was pleasing God. And that might be in preaching. That could be in heating going to none of this. But that could be in singing. That could be in praying. That could be witnessing to somebody. That could be of a number of areas. And they're all important and they all work together. But you and I both know in our spirits and in our hearts. Now that was pleasing to God. That little bell just ran off. And I pleased him just then. And most of the time it's 100% against carnality. And against the desires of this flesh. And it wouldn't be the way that we would have it done. But we knew that we submitted and yielded ourselves. And let his glory cloud come down. I'm telling you Moses would give him visitations. And when he come out from that mountain and that experience with God. Amen. He'd have to put a veil on. Because of the glory and the power and the presence he had been in. I can flip you all the way to the New Testament and it's after this encounter amen of the third chapter of Acts amen and they began to counsel him and wanted to know a man that had been set at that gate called beautiful for since his mother's birth and some 40 plus years hallelujah but this morning at 9 o'clock in the hour of prayer they was going there and silver and gold have we none but such as we have I don't have such as they have I mean I have silver and gold I mean I have a lot of other things in this whole world and what impress a lot of people even out of religion but God we gotta have such as they have and we got to be able to reach out our right hand and pull our brothers out of the Mary Clay and pull our brothers and sisters and the lost and the undone out of darkness we've got the light with the light of the world with the salt of the earth we got the gospel we got the revelation we've experienced it we know what it can do personally we know what the power and the ups and the glory of God can do in our lives it's not man-made it's not neither should it ever be manipulated by man. God's got his own beauty. God's got his own way of illuminating and lighting up. That's the reason we don't deck ourselves with silver and gold. It's the reason we don't paint ourselves up and put so much emphasis on ourselves. That's the reason we don't go around spending thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, I'm not telling you. I want to be careful here. There are times when we need to go and do. And God knows and God will be in it. And there's other times if we're just going for tucks and we're just going for things to beautify the flesh. There's nothing wrong with exercising. If you're exercising to have good strength and energy that you can preach half a night and pray the other half. But if you exercise to impress the opposite sex, or maybe even the same this day and time. Because you want to impress somebody. 
Man, I just stepped into the room. Big deal. <laughs> you can't save us. You can't save everybody. I don't know how much you know and how many guns you got on us, but you can't save everybody. But I know one that can. I know one that can. Hallelujah. I know one that can walk in this house. And it doesn't matter what the problem is. It doesn't matter how small it is, how big it is. It doesn't matter how much darkness is over it. It don't make any difference. If we'll open our hearts up, if we'll open our spirits up, if we'll let the Shekinah glory fall in this house, I'm telling you, we'll all leave here. We'll leave here with illuminating in our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. I'm telling you, we'll leave here, amen, with a joy in us that's unspeakable and full of glory. We'll leave this place. I'm telling you, the devil, your work today, nothing else will rob you of it. There's no substitute for the Spirit of God. None whatsoever. It's nothing like it. It's nothing like the power and the experience of it that would move. And you can read throughout the scriptures where there was times when God just, I mean, just, I mean, immediately hear things going on, such as when Miriam and Aaron fussed and mumbled about Moses marrying an Ethiopian woman. Guess who shows up at the temple? Guess who shows up immediately? Bring them in here. We got a little discussion. We got a little talking to do. Spirit of God, the power of God. And watch this. That's what takes up residence in us. It's a measure, but it's enough. It's enough. Hey, man, that'll walk with us every day. That'll help us in every circumstance and situations. And you know what? I found out here lately even. If I would just really be honest and sincere with God in praying, not, 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 not a prayer necessarily just screaming and getting God again. I love those prayers and those, I really enjoy those. I seem to, you know, my own personal ego, they, they really help me more. Amen. But you know what? A prayer of faith. And sometimes it's just a simple few words, but it's faith and it's honesty and it's sincerity. It moves the same God. Amen. It moves the same God to perform the miraculous and the supernatural and, and set the stage and set the way that we need throughout that day to achieve and to accomplish that, that glorify. Hey, that spirit is with us. It abodes with us and guides us and helps us. And you never know, you just never know what, what paths you're going to cross. Amen. That you need the hand of God. That you're going to need the anointing of God to help us. Amen. This is what soul winning is all about. This is what being a testimony of witness of Jesus Christ is all about. Hallelujah. It's not just coming having good services. Uh, we want to have them. I want to feel the chill bumps and I want to dance and rejoice with you and all those good things. But hey, I, hey I'm here to tell you, this place is a, a soul-filling station. That's what this place is. It's a soul-filling station. And if it's not that, then please tell me what it is. Hallelujah. Because outside of that, when it's all said and done, that's all that's going to matter. And the only way I can keep my soul filled up is seeing others being filled and seeing others brought out and seeing others set free and seeing others made whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seeing some devils and some giants being conquered and defeated. Amen. This is how we gain the victory. We gain it together. We come together. We bind together. Nobody's an island. Nobody dies of themselves and Nobody lives with themselves. But all of us working together in the kingdom of God and the body of Christ, led by this one spirit. Doesn't matter what the call is. Doesn't matter what position they might own. You can be seated. <laughs> Don't matter. Paul got he got it right. It talks about the one Lord. It talks about the one spirit. And how that they all flow together. <laughs> Ministries and ministering. Being servants of God. 
to let that glory flow through us. To let the love of God and the power of God. Amen. Some of my prayer, and we're going to have special prayer again for Brother Randy and Sister Debbie. This is a six-week deal, am I right? No, it's not. It's going to be gone. Not yet. Two days, two weeks, two weeks. I get them. Amen. So they're going to be on two weeks this go-round, six weeks the next go-round. Amen. But you know what? I'm praying every time they go, there's somebody somewhere. We see something in this couple. Amen. It's apostolics and any other apostolics. You know what our record book needs to be? Amen. Those nurses and doctors will begin to say, you know what? When those Pentecostal folks come in here, when them apostolic folks come here, it's different. Man, they, they just handle different. They just respond different. There's a presence with them. He's never going to leave us nor forsake us. It doesn't matter if we're sick. Hallelujah. We can be in our worst condition. Conditions, but I'm here to tell you God can make the best of anything. God can make the best of anything. If we'll let his Chicana glory, amen, shine upon us and through us, even in our weak moments and weak times and some of the most greatest times that he can manifest his greatness and power in our lives is in those weak moments. <laughs> when I don't have the power or the ability to do it and I'm depending totally upon him, I'm leaning on him. I'm putting my trust in him, God, to get me through this, to guide us through this, to help us along with this. So, as you watch the, the Shekinah glory that would come down and, and move different times and different circumstances and situations into the hearts and the souls of people. And, and I'm just going to mention a few here tonight. Amen. If God just helps me here a little bit. Praise God with just a few verses because that's what we came for. In fact, what we're going to do tonight, we're going to do a little different. They're going to come back to sing. And they're going to sing two or three songs without stopping. We're just going to come together. I believe there's something in that. Because, and I believe when we get the screen, the right screen, in the right place, and the right projection, the right. <laughs> that we can really unite together. <laughs> Amen. That we can bond together singing new and old songs. Amen. And that's what helps us connect. It helps us get on the same page. Helps us get in the same place. And, and I know a lot of times, and can I say this without being offensive? Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I have no intention to be offensive here. Hallelujah. But sometimes I'm telling you, if you just really listen to the words and really get it into your spirit and your heart what the words are saying. It doesn't matter who's singing it. It doesn't matter sometimes that they're out of tune and all out, of, out of beat. Amen. But if you begin to really listen to it and let it penetrate your spirit and penetrate your mind and your heart and listen to what it's saying and you begin to sing it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. If it's too far out, you begin to sing it. and lead the way. God. Amen. You don't have to have a microphone to sing for him. You don't have to have a microphone. You don't have to be on the platform. Hallelujah. You can be right out there because we're going to make this a personal thing. And I sure don't want to stop here. Hallelujah. But I want the glory to continue and flow through me to another one, to another one. And unite and bind us together. This is the glory. Amen. That we want to fill this house. This is the glory that we want to meet people out in that parking place. This is the glory in the Shekinah presence of God. We want to see moving in among us and helping us along this journey. I'm telling you, there's way too much focus on this body here. I've made, I've made mention this before. How many has ever heard the statement about somebody running for president and they say, they don't even look like a president. We've had a few of them. <laughs> Some of them proved, true, you know, proved to be true. 
Amen. <laughs> they didn't look like one, and they didn't do a real good job as being one. Now, I'm just telling you the truth. You can say that about me. Amen. I probably, maybe it's some people I don't look like a, a pastor. And maybe, you know, I don't this. But, uh, but God, you can help me. Amen. God can help me. There's something about the Holy Ghost. There's something about giving yourself to His glory. The meekest man on the face of the earth tried his best to tell God, God, I'm, I'm so talking here. I, got, I can't say anything. I can't do this. And finally God tell him who made the mouth. And, and he had to get, put a, a stick in his hand and, and had to perform miracles and put his hand in the bosom and, and perform all these things. And he still wasn't persuaded. He still had to get his brother involved. And his brothers called it problem before he ever got down back off the side of that mountain. It was his brother amen that didn't hold the ground amen and then he tried to tell Moses to tell God that this, this calf just come out of, the, out of the pot no he didn't the Bible said that too and he fashioned it hallelujah you know what there's too many times we want to get our own hands on it and we want to steal the glory of God when it's really not us it's God it's God's goodness and God's mercy and God's spirit amen that's fashioned us and molded us and keeping us it's not me it's God God I'm he's a potter I'm just a clay you got to give the glory to the potter All that comes with his glory. All that comes with his anointing and with his spirit moving upon us and helping us. I'm telling you, I want it in every service. This is what I long for. This is what I look for. This is what I want to see happen in our midst and among us. I don't care if we get gather for whatever kind of meeting. We want the glory of God to be in this place. I don't care if we gather up and get out there and get to playing basketball. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden. Man, I just want to bring a few scriptures out about that all of a sudden. Hallelujah. In Acts 2, 1 and 4, all of a sudden, a sound of a mighty rushing wind. All of a sudden, in the fourth chapter, all of a sudden, there was an earthquake. Hallelujah. And the Bible says it was filled again with the Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you can be filled again with the Holy Ghost. There's something about this. One feeling, one feeling. No, I don't want one. Hallelujah. I want to feel it every day. I want to speak in that heavenly language every day. I want to dance and shout and give glory to God every day. If I got to do it by myself or with somebody, this is the walk I want to get. This is the where I want to stay. Hallelujah. Because this is what's going to get me out of here. This is what's going to bring revival. This is what's going to drive the devil out. You know what? I believe this is contagious. I really do. And you start watching the glory of God on lives and families and people begin to, begin to take note and begin to watch. <laughs> I want some of that. I want to experience that for myself. I want to know about it. You can be seated. Uh, give me just a couple more minutes. I hadn't been long. It's only, only about 18 after 7. I don't know what time I got up here, but it, it don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Praise God. Bible, when you begin to talk about His glory, I'm just going to bring a few scriptures to our, our attention here tonight. Exodus 19 and 16, and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there was thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people that was in the camp, they trembled. You know why? You know why our world has lost its fear of God? Because the glory of God, the Shekinah glory, Hasn't had the opportunity to show up in the measure it could. But I'm telling you, I don't care who they are. You get the right, right move of God in the house. There's a fear 
there's a reverence, there's a recognition in everybody. <laughs> you can talk about whoever you want to. I, as I was studying this and praying over this, I thought about Brother Faults. Amen. And the experience he told us in Jackson that year, several, several, several years ago. He was talking about himself and the other brother from Texas. Kilgore, Brother Kilgore. Both of these are gone now, if I'm not mistaken. Both of these are gone. But he talked about how that, I believe they was in college. And they was in Bible college, if I'm not mistaken. But they was praying all night. And they was in like an auditorium place with folded chairs. And he said, man, we was praying. Said we was getting with it. Said, said he was at one chair and said, Brother Kilgore, just like maybe one chair over. They were pretty close by. And said, man, the power of God and the anointing of the Lord was in that place and said we was getting with it. He said, all of a sudden, we can hear something coming up the steps on the outside. He said, you could hear him coming. He said, you hear that door when it creaked and opened up. <laughs> he said, you could hear him coming down that aisle, son. He said, and it came. And said, and it come and it stood right beside him. He said, I'd love to tell you, folks, that I stopped and I looked, he said, but I couldn't. He said, I couldn't look up. He said, the next thing I realized I was doing, he said, I was throughout the door and running. And he said, when I stepped off on to step into the apartment, he said, Brother Kilgore was right beside me. I'm telling you, there's a glory of God that'll change you and I forever. And some people want to downplay the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, I'm not downplaying it. The Holy Ghost has the power, the authority, and the mode of time to change us forever. I want, to say, I want to say something else. God brought this back to my remembrance. Camp, you can be seated in camp last week. Last week, last year. In one of the Brother Cody March's messages, he made this statement. He said, you just wouldn't believe how often I get on planes. He said, you know why I go from spend, you know, three and four and five and six days away from my family? He says, I'm looking for the opportunity for that one individual. For it to finally click. For it to finally connect. Talked about that one a while. And all the preaching and all the different places he goes. And even as he walked in among our young people that night and roundabout, trying to find that one that will sell out. Give it its all. There's something about after being in his presence, after experiencing this awesome God, everything else, all that other begins to fade out. All the influence and the pull of that world and the lights of the world, they don't have near the effect on us. All the hobbies that we got, they just seem to lose their attraction. What were calls and half-brother of Jesus that was raised with the one called Jesus? Come up with the nickname, Callous Knees, Campbell Knees. Calluses. Where he had spent hour upon hour. 
in prayer and wrestling. Even Paul talks about wrestling with men and spirits, just wrestling with the beast. I've heard, brother, oh my, I could see his face. Brother Mark, sister, more the guy you really like, brother Mark, ain't it Mark? Morgan, brother Morgan. You ever heard about the time in the apartment? <laughs> Had a young guy that wanted to pray with him. He told that young guy, he said, well, he said, you're, you're welcome. He said, but don't run out on me now. He said, you got to hang with me. He said, yes. He said, man, we got to praying. It got over in the night. And <laughs> he said, when you start seeing them fireballs come through that room. <laughs> another fireball. <laughs> Talking about pulling down the spiritual world. See, we just read it. But it's a different ball game to experience it. Man, I want the Shekinah glory in this house. Because I'm telling you, the Shekinah glory gets to walking up and down these aisles on a regular basis. Brother, I'm telling you. It'll pull down some strongholds. It'll pull down some things that's got us bound held. It'll pull out some things that's in us. And only the power of God and the presence of God can do it. Amen. It'll touch our minds and make them sound and deliver us from some things, hallelujah, that nothing else can do it. There's something about this Chicago glory that can move way down in the depthness of our hearts. Something that's been lodged there for not, not just days and weeks, but for years upon years it's lodged there. But all of a sudden in the Chicago glory of God, in that river that's an impossible, amen, it can be washed out. You can find the Never, and it'll never come back again. It'll never, never, ever come back again. And that's Shekinah glory. All the pitfalls of life would just lose their ability to maneuver you any longer or to influence you any longer. In that Shekinah glory, I'm telling you, Amen. The families that hurt you. The situations that hurt you. The pastor that hurt you. Amen. This one or that one. All of a sudden it loses its effect upon us. Amen. Realization sets in. Understanding begins to captivate our minds and our hearts and our spirit. Who, who I'm really serving. And how awesome he really is. I can look beyond all of that. And if anything, I'm going I'm to bind up with my brother. He may have hurt me, but you know what? I'm going to love him. And I'm going to help him. And together, we're going to make it. And together, we're going to overcome. Because I see something that's greater than all of us. I've experienced something, amen, that's greater than all of that. Hallelujah. Because this is kind of glory. Amen. When he comes to set up in a, a throne room... And the governing of our lives and the governing of our hearts and the governing of our spirit. This kingdom, amen, this knows no ending. That's the reason the Bible's taught us that we can't call him Lord without the Holy Ghost. That's the only way. And the only way I can call him my Savior and the Bishop of my soul and the Lord of my life is to be walking in the Holy Ghost. Is to be led by the Spirit of God. 
and walk where he wants me to walk and have the passions that he wants me to have. Have a passion to come at the church. Amen. Instead of going here, I want to come to the house of God and pray and spend time with God and reading the word of God. Samuel! Amen. He didn't allow, amen, those other brothers to intimidate him. Hallelujah. Persuade him. No, no. He was willing to work at the house of God. He was content and satisfied. Amen. Amen. To be given to God, to the call of God. Amen. And you know what? Because he was committed and dedicated, not one single word of his ever found to the ground. Why? Because he knew what it was to be in the Shekinah glory of God. He knew what it was to be in the temple. He knew what it was to have a visitation and the voice of God to call on him. Amen. And he tied it right to, right to Eli, right to his pastor. He tied it to the pastor that Eli had to tell him. You go back and tell him, that's God speaking to you. You start walking in this kind of glory. Some of those prayers that you thought would never be answered all of a sudden. All of a sudden, suddenly, seems like out of nowhere, they start just unfolding. Because it's in this presence. There's none like it. There's none like it. Amen. It came to pass on that third day in the morning that there was thundering and lightnings. The cloud upon the mount, the voice of the trumpet is exceeding loud. So that all the people that was in the camp trembled. How long has it been since the last time you trembled in the house of God because of the presence of God? I love to shout. Don't get that wrong. I love to dance. I love to run. You know it. But I'm going to tell you, the fear of God to make us do things that nothing else will. Exodus 40. And then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation, because the cloud abode thereon. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. I can see that happening. I can see such a presence of God to move in this house. We won't be able to sing. We won't be able to preach. There'd be such a power and a presence of God that's in the house. <laughs> that won't miss a thing. That won't miss nobody. Amen. All we can do is find ourselves on a carpet. But in the presence of one that can miraculously heal us and mend us. Amen. And, and guide us like never before. If we're not careful. If we're not careful. We've had to fault the spirit of entertainment for a long time. Can I say it tonight? We kept television out. And that helped tremendously. But now we've allowed cell phones and computers. And now the spirit of entertainment is coming in like a flood. I'm talking about entertaining the wrong thing. It's one thing to entertain him and his glory. And then to entertain one another. Press one another. 
I'm not being ugly. I'm just telling you the spirits that we're battling. That's what I'm talking about. And the devil's always used a mean and a method to try to get in without ever being recognized first. What's one of the best ways to take down this country? Slip some folks in the White House. Slip some folks in other government positions. Slip some folks in the military. And if you get enough in right places at the right time, they can cripple this nation in just a matter of minutes. That's one reason we, they made a decision. Unless you're a citizen of this nation, you should never be a president. They'll let me make some rules for them. Number one, not one inch of this ground to be sold to anybody foreign. I don't care how much money they got and why they're doing it. I don't care if it's your personal land or somebody's business land. You ain't got no business center to anybody outside of the United States. Number two, if you're not of this state, amen, and if you don't, if you don't, you know, obey what the Pledge of Allegiance and, and you don't believe in the Constitution, you shouldn't even run for office. Let's must have one. There used to be a time that some things disqualified people before they ever even got to run. They'd mention about running, the people around them tell you, you better not run, man. What's wrong with you? You got this, and you got this, and you got too much dirt in your life. But today, <laughs> I may get in trouble. I may be like that guy. <laughs> Uh, we're paying taxes anyway, so we're going to start paying taxes. <laughs> we ain't going to worry about them. Amen. Singers, I want you to come. We're going to do a little different here tonight. How many enjoyed the three months of revival? Three nights, man. Brother Sister Rouse has found a special place with us, no doubt. Pray for them. He's actually at Brother Taylor Strain's today, possibly, I think, Wednesday. Amen. And uh, pray God would use him and bless him mightily there in all of his ministry and all the evangelists, all the pastors. Amen. We pray for them all. I want us, we're going to, we're just going to spend a little time. And I know we haven't took any offerings and anything like that, but we'll do that. We'll do that at the end of the service here this morning or this tonight. And, um, but we'll spend just a little time just singing the songs of Zion and, and giving glory and praise and honor unto the Lord. And there's no rush. Uh, there's, you know, we've got plenty of time. But, uh, but, but for us to connect, amen, to connect with him. And uh, that's what our desire is. This is what I want our children to experience. Amen. I want them to be able to recognize the spirit of God. Amen. I want them to be able to uh, grasp and comprehend and connect with that. Uh, they're going to need this. They're going to need this spirit to help them. Amen. If time lingers and time goes on and more of the elders pass off the scene, somebody's going to have to know how to get a hold of God. Somebody's going to have to know how to get in prayer closets and uh, come and get intercede and get a hold of God and the, the move of God, the power of God to take its place. And you've heard, I've heard ministers talking about, really didn't know him personally, but I've heard some that was very successful 
but yet they would talk about others that's in their lives. It may have been a brother or a sister, a mom or dad, that would pray for them day and night. And, and they would basically give the credit to that individual. It was their interceding and their crying out and their consistency of doing that, how that God would bless and anoint them and use them. And they, would, they wouldn't take the credit. They would give the credit unto them that uh, even though I'm the ones here and doing this or doing that, it's those prayers, it's that commitment of those individuals that's making all the difference of where I'm at and what's how God's using me. Amen. And so how true that is even tonight. And I'm just going to kind of leave it up to you if you want to just sit there, if you want to come gather up at the front. Uh, I realize you may not can stand the whole time, but there's plenty of chairs even up front tonight. Amen. If you get tired, you can sit down if you like. And uh, we're just here to worship. You know, lift your hands and uh, what you feel, what you feel that you can do. Uh, what we're going to do is as unto the Lord. We're going to just love him and worship him and magnify him. He inhabits the praises of his people. And so how do you how do you receive that glory? How do you, amen, how do you get it to move as when you and I come? And as we lift up praises unto him, the Bible says, he inhabits the praises of his people. Now we learned this morning, amen, that we're not an outward Jew, but we're an inward Jew. And so he'll come and inhabit the praises, our praises here tonight. As we come together around and just love him and worship him for a little while. God bless you. God bless our singers. Appreciate them. God bless them. Use them tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name. Just a course, that's all I can remember. But it was read the other night at church. It goes like this. Lord, you know I need a brand new touch. My strength from yesterday is gone. But if you'll give me, Lord, another touch. I'll have the strength to carry on. Lord, you know I need a brand new touch. My strength from yesterday is gone. But if you'll give me, Lord, another touch, I'll have the strength. Everybody say it now. Say, Lord, Lord, I know I need a brand new touch. My strength from yesterday is gone. But if you'll give me, Lord, another touch, I'll have the strength.
my street from yesterday is gone. But if you'll give me, Lord, another touch, I'll have the strength to carry on. Come on, everybody say now, Lord, you know. tonight we want that brand new touch we want to be strengthened with the power and the might of Jesus Christ help us sing right now
wherever it might be. Nothing will make the devil more mad than in this circumstance and situation they become a witness to somebody. Win a soul. Help somebody else along the journey. With the hand of God. And the voice of God working through them tonight. Yes. We want to bear this responsibility with them and pray over them here tonight as they the continue to sing Jesus. this song. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church, gather around close. Gather around close. The presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord. Come on, gather around close. Said, there am I in the midst of them. And this 
Of the Lord is in me. 